Everything. Welcome to What's in the Tea. I forgot the name then. <laughs> forgot my name. <laughs> Podcast where we rewatch. Tattooed it onto myself. <laughs> We're now on episode thirteen. Epitaph one. The weird one. The weird one. <laughs> the weird extra one that doesn't answer any of the questions of the last twelve episodes and has new characters that we've not even met before and yes <laughs> so having finished last episode on yeah and a kind of inconclusive storyline we now suddenly jumped into the future it doesn't say that straight away no and it doesn't say anything straight away no what even is this show no. um it's a very odd, very odd episode. Um, I know the name is well, Epitaph One. So you expect it to be called Epilogue. Oh, yeah. Like, no, no, this is like playing, playing with words a bit. And it's like, no, this is the, uh, the funeral epi- of the TV yeah. series. Is an epitaph what you put on a what grave? You- I think so, yeah. Mm, I hadn't thought of that actually until now what that actually meant okay and why is it epitaph one is there going to be another one well yeah <laughs> it's a bit a bit odd isn't it because yeah. the, the whole point of this episode is that he didn't think he was going to be making any more of anything unless yeah, it's, it's odd... the first it's about first deaths the first time you die and then you're reborn as <laughs> a doll or um my first notes for this episode are it's thingy i see her on twitter but i don't remember her name (laughs) (laughs) and then i looked it up and it's felicia day she's very funny on twitter so the one with she's got red hair the main woman and we see her who's not been so new character and it's a dystopian setting um like a classic dystopian setting like it's very dark dark again of course it's dark dark darkness there's fires in the street um random like gunfire and sort of people milling around uh kind of i don't know if there are helicopters but they're sort of like i don't know flying vehicles are there i don't know it seems very like blade runner-ish my uh chaos um no it's just go say fire apocalypse riots yeah yeah riots that's it yeah um and they're um, say they're saying some things on military style on military style talk on a walkie-talkie yeah one wonderful wonderful <laughs> jargon they must have had such fun yeah, coming up jargon. with the code words and jargon they come come out with here so. yeah no wielders ditch the tech <laughs> she got torn she got printed <laughs> yeah um someone throws a bottle uh cries what <laughs> she can't remember what's happening someone throws a bottle um doesn't look great there's fires everywhere and fighting oh yeah it says 2019 i've written so it must say that yeah okay breaking all records for how long until the opening credits this episode doesn't have any opening stop for the opening credits at all it just carries on with some uh, overtitles over the top of the uh, Oh, I didn't even action. notice that. 
Um, but yes, it says 2019, which I think is 10 years after the series. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of funny um, that it's 2019 because a year after that, everything was really dystopian and crazy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like that was the last year when things were, although things were already like nuts in certain ways, like with politics and um, was that election year? Was that when Trump was out? Or was that the year before? Just, I mean, yeah. Not sure. Yeah. Before the lost years, anyway. <laughs> before the lost years. <laughs> yeah, but the um, future in capital letters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but noticeably 10 years, so the near future. So yeah. not going to sound like, you know, it's not like kind of um, H.G. Wells' time machine where he goes kind of 3,000 years or whatever and everything's changed. It's like... Is there a name Ten years for that? is enough for everything to have gone to shit. In sci-fi, like when it's like near future. Because that's yeah, a different kind no, of it's... sci-fi, isn't it? Where it's like... Yeah. 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 It's sort of like Black Mirror is like that, isn't it? It's near future rather than like yeah. 100 years in the future or whatever. So then we get a gang appears and some douchebag <laughs> says, what's wrong with your face? Have you been crying? And then they go through this stupid like military talk thing they're like we need a barker (laughs) and the douche volunteer says um volunteers and says tell trudy i loved her best (sighs) and then they go out into the gunfire um and he stands on a top of a car with a machine gun so i guess the barker is to draw the attention away from the others so they can go away yeah (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, decoy. Yeah, a decoy. Why didn't you say decoy? Because they're cool. Because they well, and also it's it's part of the to make it. It's a bit of a sci-fi. um, yeah. It's a bit of a trope of that kind of how much society has changed. That you know, oh, there's a yeah. whole new language evolved. It's a bit like uh, I don't know, Clockwork Orange or mm. something like that, where it's like, oh, I know. Yeah. You're supposed to think, you know, these aren't these aren't just people like us thrown into this situation. They mm. they've been living in it for years and evolved this whole mm. jargon around what's going on. Yeah, true. So he draws attention, and then uh... so so basically, hey little girl, your dad's a zombie. <laughs> is what I wrote down, which isn't a quote, but it's basically a summary of what's going on. So they find this girl cowering with her dad wandering around looking blank. So yeah, so they, they, they rescue this little girl and her dad and her dad's kind of right. wandering around as a zombie and they're like, hey, yeah, you know, your dad's not really... Mm. Should we tell her? Should we tell her her dad's, her dad's a zombie? Just don't tell her yet, kind of thing. Kind of not supposed to know what's going on at first, I think. It's kind of like, ah, apocalypse fighting! Mm. And they're all like, and there's a, <laughs> there's like a... Um, Profession like ghetto blaster or something on the side, and they're like, "Ah, shoot it, shoot it!" <laughs> might, might, well, why are they why are they scared of radios? Yeah. Um, well, they say to the girl like, "We only hang out with actuals." <laughs> <laughs> so there's another. So we've got barkers, we've got actuals. Um, and then, yeah. And then they're going underground, and one's like, "The deeper, the better. Get away from the chaos up, and see what we can find underground." They talk about having we've got to plug the old man, like they discuss whether they're gonna kill him, I guess. Yeah. 
I've just written guns, guns in capital letters. Mm -mm. <laughs> like immediately, it's quite a lot of guns. Lots, lot of, lot of guns and violence in this episode. Yeah. And, and then you get the dialogue starts giving us some hints of that uh, we're in a zombie apocalypse specifically because they start saying okay. it's like they'll smell us. Yeah, see, I didn't <laughs> see it like that. But yeah. Kind of, yeah. Okay. So you get these kind of weird hints that there's, and like you say. We only hang out with actuals, and there's this thing about... You know, what? This... Who's smelling? I don't... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not clear whether that's literal or more jargon, but Or yeah, they just think of... that's happening, and they don't actually know. Maybe, because like they myth. don't really know what they're doing, yeah. That's the yeah, kind of story it's kind they've of... told each other. They find a dead man with a dog on a blanket. <laughs> no, I've written that, I don't know. What do they do with it? I don't know. Do they do anything? <laughs> And they find a hole and they throw a flare into it. Um, and they talk about that. Like, they say the butcher's coming. Butchers are coming. The but <laughs> yes. That reminds me of a firefly a bit. Yeah. The weavers. Yeah, it's that. Yeah. Sci-fi sci zombies, isn't it? It's on his brain for some reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so they go throw this flare in. And then they're like, well, guess what? So I'm like, I guess they're going down into the dollhouse then because we know it's underground. So that's why I'm yeah, at this point. Yeah, so they go down and then we we see the, the dollhouse all um, abandoned and empty and dusty. But the air and is on. Them, and one of them goes, so I guess we're not in a sewer. <laughs> it looks like a spa. <laughs> Eight stories underground? <laughs> and they're like really confused like what the yeah is this so they haven't even heard of it or yeah they haven't have they no no, no they have no idea where they where they are um they're kind of this underground place and they're like but it's great there's no signal so there'll be no sewage <laughs> so, more random random jargon words for yeah presumably the zombies the detritus of humanity the sewage of mm. so why is the air left on is it just it's just it's just it's designed to just be running more, it's designed it's, to be self-sustaining yeah because it's in because it's hidden so it's all off grid so it's all got its own do you think it needed people though? power somewhere the reactor or well, something yeah because when it had that, that um when alpha was being that guy that the the guy who designed it he said something about it's like living the people living there they're get whatever their air is getting recycled it's all getting recycled so i feel like it had to have people living there in order to, maybe not i don't know yeah but i guess the machines to do that kind of kicked to life when people walked in i don't know mm. but yeah and then they're arguing about the guy is going um liking the sound of his own voice and uh on the, the response, douche guy the douche guy and, and the fleecy day is kind of like ah and uh one of the other people says, so we all like the sound of our own voices. That's why we're here, to keep our own voices. Ah, I missed that. <laughs> They're so yeah. cheesy, the way they talk. He's, he's so cheesy, <laughs> yeah. he's ridiculous. He's like something from a bad dystopian film. Like, I don't know. I, they, they're like yeah, a... they, are like some, they are like straight out of a YA novel. Yes, the YA novel, yeah. <laughs> a gang of teenagers in post-apocalyptic land. Yeah. Um, but they walk into Topher's room and they think, I love that they think it's a daycare, a romper, yeah. <laughs> a romper room, they call it. They're like, why is there a romper room? 
because <laughs> he's got all his toys and stuff. Uh, tells her not to get womanly because she's getting OTT or something. I just it's a bit like, yeah, oh, it's OTT. I'm saying it's a bit like, oh, like he's really misogynistic and but in a really like over the top way. <laughs> so womanly, come on, let's you know, no crying. And he's always going on about everyone showing, not showing their emotions and just get on with it. Yeah. Someone's died so And what? he's all kind of like hard and he's like, did, yeah. you, see who, so did you see who printed whatever her name was? Um, and he says, could have got too close to a boombox. She was walking and she was wiped. I had to put her down. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> but, mm, all right. Okay, God. <laughs> put you down, mate. Emotion is for wimps. <laughs> yeah uh, zone <laughs> and so all we kind of know so far is there's some kind of zombie-ish apocalypse going on and mm-hmm. they're all very scared of tech and mm-hmm. yeah. signals you know, like radio signals and anything like that um and, but zone and freaks then... out and when you they see sofa's chair and they say it looks familiar um, and Zone freaks out and yells tech when they turn it on. <laughs> so yeah, they're, they're freaking out right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I put like some old guy's there who hasn't said anything yet. So I guess he's the girl's dad. So yeah, so the kind of the, the, zom- the zombie he doesn't say anything because he's a zombie. He's kind of he's blank. He kind of walks around looking blank. And they're like, put put him in the chair. And then they have this whole kind of slightly um kind of for the sake of a fr- framing mechanism for the episode it's like ah i found a folder full of somebody's memories lying around next to the chair yeah <laughs> let's put the zombie in the chair and play back some of these memories <laughs> okay yeah uh, <laughs> this is really doing really badly on our recording yeah. and they find like it. yeah they find they find like a kind of menu of memories uh, yeah i've got I've got a note after that, but I cannot read at all. Well, I've said like, um, oh, the man is the girl's father who they're going to put down. He must be blank from treatment. So they put him in the chair and he wakes up and says, did I fall asleep? Um, like they always do when they wake up. Mm. And he says it, once he's woken up that he was talking with someone, a man, and then they have a flashback to a horrible man. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Olivia. Yes. So maybe it's him who he was talking with someone. No, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and, and then yeah, she gets she's... some tea. She gets some tea out. Yes. <laughs> yeah. She's giving him giving him the sales pitch and then uh, sealing the deal by giving him the special tea. The special tea. Uh, and she says, "You are a man who can have whatever he wants. This is what you need. It is a treasure." It's a treasure, one I guarantee you will never forget. So creepy. Um, and then Zo- cut back to douchebag, who's like, "What? It's a brothel?" Yeah. So the the tech the tech that punk kicked mankind's ass was designed <laughs> to make more believable hookers. What is that? What he says? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So he's saying, so yeah, this is the tech that brought down civilization, and mm. it was and just, just built like, that's all it's built for to make built to make prostitutes. Yeah, 
which um, yeah is one way of looking at and it. And then one of them says like money is the most important ingredient in crazy. <laughs> yeah. And then not wrong. And then they're kind of fiddling around with the uh, um, menu of memories and goes. You know, Whoever set this up was unorthodox, to say the least. Plus, <laughs> is Topher, who is quite unorthodox, to say the least. <laughs> yeah. So well, like that little kind of snippet of like, even his filing system's a bit weird and idiosyncratic. Oh, like, yeah. Why okay. would you lay it out like that? Like, yeah. What? <laughs> what kind of weirdo would arrange it in that order? Well, one of the women takes the kid off as well because they're sort of talking about this, these memories, which is like, yeah, this is like Chad's dad. It's like pretty horrific. Anyway, so one of the women takes the kid off and they're like, which I think is interesting, but it's a woman who does it. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually like, being motherly. And they're just like, like they're just WPC pressing thing. random buttons. Like, how do they know how to work? <laughs> that's it? just that's just try yeah. programming this guy, see what happens. <laughs> oh, we just take care of like karate chopped them all. <laughs> yeah. Whoops, we accidentally programmed him as alpha. <laughs> And then it cuts a, another flashback. Yeah. To Topher's to first Topher's day. induction. Yes. yes. Um, and he's so funny. He's like demanding. He's there like, yeah. and throw pillows in a fridge. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, what? <laughs> and first name, last name is there. And he's being a dick. And he, yeah. he doesn't like, they don't like each other. Um, and Topher just doesn't care. Like he doesn't have any respect for his authority at all um but he looks very excited to be there um and then he says something about what's he say something about the 3d map about the main frame map out the mainframe or something i don't know <laughs> I mean, he's going on about say the record the record for imprinting you've got is two hours i can yeah. do it in five minutes yeah so like, yeah they can't say like, they can experience the memories teleologically <laughs> I want to look at what does teleologically mean? Oh, God knows. Have you looked it up? No, teleological. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's a real word. I might play a clip of him talking here, actually, if I can find it. Um... <laughs> no, teleological means showing evidence of design or purpose. Maybe I've written it right now. Or he just used a random, random fancy sounding word. Yeah, maybe. Is it as you'd imagine, Mr. Pink? It's actually weirder. <laughs> Which may be a first. This, obviously, is the programming center. It's great. I love what you haven't done with the place. <laughs> I get up in this, I'm gonna need a couple throw pillows and a fridge. Should we uh, order you a poster with a cat? Maybe hanging off a tree? <laughs> I like this guy already. It's not a dorm room. Mr. Dominic is our head of security. I'm here to make sure the house runs smoothly. No unstable elements. So do you get me the fridge or do I talk to someone higher up? You build it there, it comes out here. We have access to over 100,000 brain models. Every scanner Rossum makes sends a full 3D map to our mainframe. In three years, we'll have a million. It's beautiful. I'm also gonna need a trampoline. We have at least 10 active sent out per day. It takes two hours to upload an imprint, so I don't see you oh, having- Two hours? What? Are they memorizing their personalities? Two hours is the standing record for any house. Do you think you can beat it? 
Uh, to a pulp, yeah. First of all, the analog cables have got to go. You're uploading the personal history chronologically, right? Endless. The information bottlenecks. To preserve the integrity of the memory structure. No, 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 no. You don't have to. They can experience it teleologically, and the imprinted memory can sort it out for you. Dump it all at once. Come at them from all sides. It's basic micropulse. In and out, five minutes stops. What if their brains turn to jelly? Well, <clears throat> with the obvious exception of yours, the human brain is a massively powerful creature. Underestimating it is usually the last mistake any culture makes. Cities don't burn because everyone got smarter. They burn because someone lost control of them. I'm sorry, but when's this clown? Did Idi Amin turn down the job? Mr. Dominic is my eyes and ears. Can I be nose and throat? In matters of security, my assent is a formality, including the termination of unstable employees. Mr. Dominic? Ma'am? Get this man a refrigerator. <laughs> Basic micropulse. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I mean, do you know nothing? The way he like laughs, he's just of like, course, uh, you can do it. yes. <laughs> <We're pulp." laughs> it's brilliant. He's so wonderfully sure of himself and generally <laughs> irritatingly right, much to the annoyance of everyone around him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love how excited he is though. Yeah. <laughs> Be there. I'm also gonna need a trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought he said something about his brain being uh, massive because I've written that, like he says, oh, with the exception of yours. Oh, he's saying, saying, he's like, saying that the, he's saying the opposite, yeah. that everyone, yeah, that Dominic's brain is clearly subhuman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that he went this clown. <laughs> yeah. That's an amazing <laughs> line. <laughs> I didn't use that. And I like that the, the way, like, Takes him aside, tells him off for winding Dominic up. Yeah. And then just orders Dominic to give him everything he wants anyway. Yeah. He's like, he's my he's my eyes and ears. And he's like, can I be your, what is it? Nose, nose and throat. Nose and throat. <laughs> um, also, I realised listening to that, he says, um, they put it, they put it here and it comes out here or something. Think of it here and it comes out here. And I just was listening to Kermode and Mayo and they said that and it's a quote from something because oh. mark, mark was always saying it he's like they say it out there and it comes in here because if they're like tech um people say something into his ears and he just repeats it and he's like they say it out there and it comes out here and then he's like which is a line from and it's from a film i don't know if it was a it probably is a film if it's mark Kerbert. um but i didn't realize because they're yeah. always saying that so that must be what that's a quote from yeah well. so it's a bit of a, an, a yeah. i will put it in the notes people because i can't <laughs> yeah. i can't remember what they said it was um and also did Idi and me not get the job it's great yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, so was, he was onto him straight away though he could see yeah immediately took a disliking to each other they took yeah. one look at each other and decided they were then we cut back to the uh, famous five, whatever, in the <laughs> in the in the um, oh, and we get the uh, the woman who's taken the mm. the girl away finds the showers, the famous showers, and 
don't have a shower. It's a horror. This is a horror trope. Like, I know. Don't have it's a like shower. such a horror. It's like, yeah, dingy, badly lit. Why? In the basement. Like, oh, I found a shower. I haven't had a shower this year. So I'm just going to take all my clothes off and leave this vulnerable child off. in a place yeah. where we don't know who's here or like if we're going to be attacked. You just know something's going to happen to us. Chekhov's shower. Chekhov's leaving yeah. the child on their own as well. And then you just see... Um, also, it just turns Somebody on automatically. And thump. Yeah. <laughs> also, how does the child know? Where, how does she know where the toilets are? Because she's like, do you want to use the, the bathroom? It's down the corridor on the left. How does she know that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they passed it. and So we don't know who is there. Then no. another flashback to Echo waking in the chair with Topher and Dullard. Yeah, so Dullard, who's kind of acting as her handler, kind of. So this is like so this is post the end of yeah. the series. Yes. So we're so, now, so we've done like two, so like the first two flashbacks were before everything else we've seen, and yeah. now we're after everything else. Do we know we've how seen. long before it didn't say, did it? Oh, we do, no, because... We any... No, we don't know. No, I don't think we have any context for these. Because other than bits other and than, pieces in the dialogue. Other than Frank Krantz, <laughs> Frantz <laughs> um, is quite young and he doesn't look that much younger. I mean, it can't have been that long before. I suppose it could be 10 years. No, so yeah. It's... It could be 10 years. Uh, so now, yeah, Dalad's her handler and she comes back as a Russian <laughs> to infiltrate, <laughs> infiltrate yeah. a Russian mob. Okay. Um, in the flat, they talk to each other like but she's not imprinted. Yeah, so she's still she's still aware. So she comes out speaking Russian. Oh yeah. And then once they're out Alone. of earshot of other people, she just starts talking as mm. as Echo to to Ballard. Um, oh yeah. Conspiring. So, yeah. So now and, they're both and saying, "I'm still having the headaches." Oh yeah. This recurring theme of having the headaches. And there's so many flash forwards and flashbacks in this. That's why it's so confusing, because then it flashes to the kid in the future. Okay, so it's back to the Famous Five then. Flashes back to the yeah. Famous Five. And a kid screaming and being kidnapped, which is yeah. Yeah, inevitable. And we've got a dead body. No. And then somebody saying, time to birthmark the girl. <laughs> That's horrible. Yeah. Um. And then I've put that, like, it cuts to Eliza, I mean, Echo, oh, God. <laughs> and she speaks, actually speaks good Russian. <laughs> like, it's convincing. So I'm wondering if they put that in because she just happened to speak Russian. Yeah. And they're like, okay, this is on your CV. <laughs> so, but then you think <laughs> they would have done it before now, like, had someone, had her yeah. be a Russian character. Because it pretty good don't you think it sounds pretty fluent i mean some actors are quite good at like just learning the words they have to learn in another language but it doesn't you know she, she says it quite fluently quite harsh. yeah um so maybe she has russian family i don't know liza dushku dushku sounds kind of in russian <laughs> yeah 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 um then so we've got boyd is Boyd is running away, I've put. Yes. He's, uh, so he's escaping, escaping 
the dollhouse. He's kind of packing up and leaving. Yeah. Um, and is talking to Dr. Saunders, who yeah. he calls Claire. We get they're a first like a, name for her. And they're like a couple. And they're like a couple. And she and Void saying, say, Echo is already in danger. I don't want you to be too. And he's being very sweet. But Wait, well, her. why and how? How? How has this happened? Like, it's all you, very complicated. But how would you even see this coming? Because they haven't had no, there's no been no inkling of this at all. I guess they have a similar, they have a similar philosophy to the dollhouse, don't they? But she's a doll. Well, but aside <laughs> from that. Yeah. But in terms of, as Dr. Saunders, she's, yeah, they care for the dolls and they're kind of like, well, we can't, we're not going to stop it, but stop, stop it happening. So we're going to make it work as well as it can and look after them kind of thing. Yes. But is kind this of her unprinted? Is this her real? No, no, style? this is because she chose to be, she was like, well, I don't, I don't want to go back to because at the end of the last episode she was like, I don't want to know who I was. Okay, so she's this is, picked this is her me personality. Well no, she's just Oh you know, she's living her. as Dr. Saunders. She's Dr. gone, well Claire. I'm yeah. This I, I've I've lived like this for, for years now. It's as real as anything. Um It's quite sweet. Yeah, she's... it's one of those interesting kind of philosophy. Philosophical. Philosophical things. Uh, yeah, it's kind of philosophical question of if you were, mm. yeah, if you've been, it's like, um, it's like the thing of gender, isn't it? Of if you're brought up as a boy, say, mm. and then at puberty, something happens and you kind of you, know, you get genetic tests and say oh turns out actually you're biologically female it's kind of like well does that do you just suddenly erase that yeah personality or do you say well no that that's, that's who still who i am yeah so i think that's the implication is that she's just gone well it's too late now mm. to kill off this personality would be mm just as bad as having killed off the first one so i'm, I'm but in terms of from boyd's point of view he knows what's been going on there he knows that she's this is i don't know it seems very odd that but they're not how do they have a relationship but they're not they're not like androids no. they're still real personalities so you can still true you can still fall in love with that personality and yeah if it's not temporary then it, that that is who you're you think with. that morally he wouldn't go there? I'm very yes, it's very interesting. Yeah, I mean but they then look the whole very situation cute. in these, but the whole situation yeah. in these flash forward backs mm. um, is very ambiguous as to what the relationship between all these people are, and the fact that Echo knows that she's a doll and is conspiring it's with like Ballard. Things have. And reached a kind of peak yeah things have gone on for so long that they've all become a bit confused now like because things have kind yeah, of gone wrong they're all kind of settled into a new mm. 
maybe they've relationship gone relationship of with I also it's a bit and... like sort of Stockholm syndrome mish like they're sort of tra- all trapped there and they're kind of yeah you're gonna yeah, yeah. They're, they're like, well this is yeah um but they, you know that this is not gonna go well because she's crying and he says he'll come back for her or you just feel like oh well I just feel like oh no I don't know he probably yeah this is gonna go wrong well we're seeing the future yeah, it's so one of those don't know yeah. did they both get out or and where's he gonna go and why are they having to get leave there must be something drastic happening so yeah we don't know what yeah they're all trying to escape something yeah meanwhile they're tattooing the child and I'm with like, her own name to prove that she's an actual she's not even in pain <laughs> like give me <laughs> pain for she's a child she's just like taking it because she wants to be well hard yeah but i mean she says she wants to be like a douchebag because he's funny and mean Ugh. and felicia day has the same reaction as me just like oh god that's depressing <laughs> why do you want to be like him it's total douchewad um and the dad is still in the chair um one of them's called griff <laughs> which i just thought was funny good zone and griff uh, a Griff says, oh, we could set up in this place. Yeah, we could fortify. We could fortify. <laughs> um, and then Amy Acker comes out Carrie style, like Carrie is in the horror yeah, film. Yeah, I put down Carrie. Oh, yeah, did you? <laughs> I've never seen it, but that's, oh. that's what came into my head. <laughs> yeah, in the sort of long um, yeah, and prom that dress. kind of possession... Kind of, and yeah, she's in that kind of yeah people. long white dress and holding out her out arms. Says, I found your friend. Yeah, and she says her name's Whiskey. <laughs> so like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really creepy. Um, yeah, she looks really cool. Like really. Yeah, it's very. She's just standing in the middle of the floor, and she's got this like dark makeup, and her hair's all straight and she's yeah. this little white dress oh, slightly yeah she's so good she's such a good physical standing actress slightly awkwardly yeah slightly unnaturally looking she is brilliant un- isn't she otherworldly oh side note there's um a new series that starts next week I, we wanted to watch it yesterday but it hasn't started yet it's called severance and ditch and lack oh, oh my god i'm saying it wrong every time <laughs> ditch and latch oh, i have you said is in it Lachlan. yeah Lachlan. Ah, yeah, seventh. Yeah, I have to see if it's any good. Uh, anyway, yeah, Emiaka, brilliant, uh, creepy, and she says, um, <laughs> someone says, let's blow this butch back to the bush years. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, oh, bitch, not butch. Mine... Let's blow this bitch back to the bush years. Oh, this bitch back. So it's a good, good alliteration. Yeah. Blow, blow this bitch back to the bush. But she says that she's always been here. So this is now, so it did go wrong then. She didn't get out. And that's so sad. She's just yeah. stuck there. She can't leave. She goes, My name is Whiskey. Mum goes, She's a dumb show. Anything <laughs> more of that? Yeah. Clockwork orange lingo. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yes, I've always been here. Are you looking for safe haven? Oh. I think they, they they pronounce like it's a place name, or is it you know like 
Came to New Haven. Yeah, I put it in capital letters. <laughs> Are you looking for New Haven? Yeah. <laughs> no, Peace Are you Haven. To catch the ferry? More like Peace Haven. <laughs> yeah, Peace Haven. Why would anyone be looking Peace for Peace Haven? Haven? Jesus, I'm trying to get out of it. <laughs> Apologies to any listeners. Yeah, sorry, sorry. It's fine. <laughs> But they um, hold guns to her head and they're very aggressive. And like, what my question is like, I guess at this point we don't know, but why, if they think that these people are empty, why would it matter? Why do they need to kill them? Like, why are they any threat? Yeah. We don't know. Different kinds of. There must be some that are. Some who are empty and some who are aggressive. Yes. Maybe some who have been like trained to kill or something. If you're an actual. Yeah. Um, um, and they're like, where's the food? And she's like, in the kitchen. And then she's like, this is the way to save Haven. And she's pointing to the chair. It's very creepy. Um, and then we get our next flashback of Mr. Ambrose. who's been imprinted into Roger. Yeah. He's arrived by active gram, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've put flash to Victor eating and Topher watching him weirdly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he's because he's Ambrose and he's like, Who's Ambrose? I um, can't remember. So Ambrose is DeWitt's boss. Oh, okay. So what's happened is DeWitt's boss has kind of emailed himself <laughs> and uh, got himself implanted into Victor's body. Oh. Um, and then uh, um, he's eating he's eating <laughs> shellfish because he's allergic to shellfish. And of course, he's in a body that's not allergic to shellfish. That's quite cool. He's just eating. Because <laughs> he can. Which is quite a nice. Yeah. I quite like this uh, playing around like what would you do I was just thinking about this earlier little things like that like this bit in particular is one of those well yeah you would you would be able to do that with that technology yeah and it's one of those things that sometimes annoys me with sci-fi things and it's kind of necessary Mm. but it's like the Star Trek transporter Mm. um, to get geekier moment yeah Mm. technically like disassembles you and reassembles you somewhere else yeah it's like well if you can do that then you could make multiple copies of yourself right and that's like yeah quite significant if you think about yeah. it yeah like the implications of being able to make clones of somebody yeah are quite far-reaching yeah you know? it's kind of like but they don't explore that just kind of hand wave away why that's not yeah possible because otherwise that would be too complicated the storylines yeah yeah and so this feels a bit like that but it's kind of like a bit like the one where DeWitt's friend comes back from the dead it's a kind of exploration a bit more of saying well if you did have this ability to back people up yeah there's more things you could do then you could (laughs) transport them and you could put them in multiple bodies at the same time yeah that's true oh oh can you though Um, once you that's a good point once they've put the wedge in someone can they put it in but someone it's else? It's just data. So you could, could just you go, copy it? you could just make all the dolls be the same people. But can you copy it? If can you, can you make, make a Roger copy? Be Ambrose. 
Or do they only have one copy? Well, I think that's what's happened in here. Yes, because he says, um, oh, there is right backups. now I'm in 10 other bodies in 10, I'm in, I'm in 10 uh, other bodies in 10 other houses having this same conversation. Uh, that's cool. I didn't kind of clock that when I was watching it. I think I didn't really follow this properly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. so, yeah. So this bit in particular, I quite, yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah. so he's going, this is a new, a new service we're going to offer, upgrades. Yeah. For a lump nine-figure sum. And uh, Tosha's like, isn't that illegal? And he's like, we write the law. <laughs> it's terrifying. And they're like so embedded in the government. And, uh, and then we get the thing that has come up a bit. So they're like, um, you can't use that body. It belongs to another soul. Yes. Yeah. This whole thing about... Who says that? Being a... I don't know. Is this is this Topher talking to us? Well, because that would be interesting if it's Topher saying it, because Topher was the one saying before in his past that yeah right yeah. souls yeah right okay true so i think it's kind of this is good because what yeah so if it is that's an interesting yeah because at the end of the last one basically before things go wrong what it's showing is that like olivia particularly and tofa are under this impression that what they're doing although could be bad is good they're on the side of the good they're doing good things and they're like helping yeah, people and they're just using technology and no one's getting hurt and it's fine. And now things have like progressed and it's got like, it's essentially like capitalism, right? It's like, it's an inevitable, like you yeah. can't, it's like you're on a train and this is where it's going to go. It's only yeah, going to go one way. And Pandora's box has been opened. Yeah. And, uh... and it's just got like, they're just totally capitalist about it. Like they're just like, right, we're just going to keep on making more as the technology grows. We're just going to make more and more money and we don't, there's no like humanity behind it. They just want to make money. And now Olivia and Tofu are like, hang on. <laughs> we did say yeah. that, okay, there's no soul and blah, blah, blah. But now that it's got this far, we're having to draw our lines again because yeah. we're so, not. Yeah, so I think it's DeWitt that's having this conversation mm. looking, looking. Yeah, I think you're right. right. Well, he's standing there. But he doesn't maybe doesn't say that. But yeah, yeah. but Tofa's looking but yeah, very so shocked. It belongs to another soul. It probably do it. So it's kind of like. But Tofa looks can't just do that. Horrifying, and he it's yeah. just really scary and evil. And he's just basically like, we can do what we want, and you have to follow along or yeah. die, <laughs> essentially. And he's yeah. just like choose, and he threatens them. And they're like, yeah, it threatens them, but also bribes them. He's like, mm. you can have basically offers them eternal life. Yeah, they go along with it. Yeah, so he's kind of like, you can join the program, and we'll just give you a new body whenever one wears out. And I think they're turning it down. It's yeah, kind of implies that they're yeah, they're they're certainly not keen to go along with this. So what I did put down, so like you're saying, you know, do it kind of thoughts, but what did do it think the plan was? Yeah, because she always knew more than yeah, like Topher and Boy, but maybe not everything. No, but I wonder what she thought the agenda was. Because she kind of always gave the impression that's kind of like, you know, no, this is, this I is think. for the good. And then she's kind of or I like surprised because there's no... That, oh, it turns out it was all just yeah. for profit. I mean, there's no evidence gain. either way, so you can kind of think anything. But I kind of like to think it's a bit like she is... It's like someone coming to terms with their own privilege. Like, she, it wasn't that she thought one thing or another. She just didn't think about it because she was benefiting she didn't think that it was too bad like she didn't know everything but she didn't equally yeah she's so, kind so of, well we're kind of helping yeah, people but she didn't, didn't choose to kind of really think about everything because 
it was in her favor at that point and as soon as it isn't she's like uh maybe I do have to think about this this isn't yeah what I it's kind of it's thought. crossed a, it's crossed a line and it's crossed a moral boundary mm. for her yeah that's what feels like this conversation it's like yeah she's still being offered to be on the right side of it mm. and offered eternal life but she's kind of like I'm not sure I'm on board with this anymore. This is this and is going too far for me. This isn't what I thought we were going, where I thought we were heading with. And this. for me, you can read it like science fictiony, and that like there's, there's there's one side which I don't know much about, and I have to admit, like I don't spend much time thinking about maybe because I just don't know about it, like the technological side, like technologically, what can we do and what does that mean for humanity? But the other side of it is just capitalism. <laughs> and corporations and the like rise of them and how evil and dangerous that can be because it's like people like DeWitt are the people who are like a CEO of a company but they are do I mean see it because it's like someone who works high up in something like Amazon or something but they're not Jeff Bezos like then then there's the Jeff Bezos who are like ultra powerful and can just decide no now we're going to like buy out all these things and that's kind of the people who are in DeWitt's position have been they're implicated because they've been in charge and they're making a lot of money but they're not actually deciding it so there's like that's the problem with corporations because there's so many levels of people that it's so hard to change anything because there's so many people who are just cogs in the whole machine and once it gets running it's like how do you stop this thing? Like, ugh, it really scares me. I guess it's the same. I guess it's the same as like governments and certain yeah. dictatorships of yeah of history. It's kind of like yeah, yeah. You have these charismatic dictators, yeah. and then you have slightly mad people in charge at different levels, and honest people being misled and yeah and greedy people, people getting maneuvered into a corner mm. yeah and it brings out the worst kind of the worst and the best I suppose because then people have to decide morally if they're going to do something about it and might have to make a huge stand which at the risk of yeah a lot <laughs> who knows um yeah well, that's interesting so Mr Ambrose is like in control of everything then presumably he is. So yeah, so I think he's the like yeah. I think he's. We haven't seen certain... him though, have we? No, we we've never met him. No. Um, and that's quite actually that's an interesting point that therefore he's never had an actor because even in this scene, yeah, he's, it could be he's inside him. Victor. Yeah, so he's Victor's actor. So and we maybe don't actually ever get an actor. He might Mr. just Ambrose. be a wedge. He might not be even be <laughs> alive. Oh, that's yeah. He just puts himself in different people. Actually, he's actually. Uh, <laughs> Um, how winter mute well you just know uh, that if this was possible well then these flipping crazy people like elon musk and jeff bezos they would be fucking putting themselves in a wedge and putting themselves indeed. in other bodies yeah so they'd live forever and that's why it's kind of and that's why i say i quite like this scene was kind of like yeah the i suppose yeah it's one of the interesting things about this series that part of it is how like this makes a good framing narrative to have Eliza Dushku do different things yeah. each week but then he's kind of like gone with the idea and it's kind of like wait what would happen if you had that technology and where would it go and what would people abuse it for yeah 
yeah it's just to kind of play um, with it yeah which are quite it's one of the yeah it's a kind of sci-fi that I like so you have an idea and you just yeah carry on working through the implications and so I'm like well what would happen if yeah um <laughs> interesting short story of say uh where instant teleportation between different parts of the world has happened mm. um and far from solving all the world's problems it's just made the whole world go to completely to pot um, <laughs> it was quite an it was mm. quite an interesting short story kind of yeah thinking thinking through kind of like well hang on a minute what would that do for immigration and mm. like resources and things like that and so mm. actually the whole thing so. Mm. yeah I like that kind of extrapolation yeah then we get a flashback to the famous five again the cheesy renegades I thought <laughs> um <laughs> and the girls being very which so I didn't see it coming because I just thought oh the girls like really cheesy like I can't think of another word for it but you know like sort yeah. of like almost like a Disney you know like um Nickelodeon yeah. act like but suddenly, but then suddenly she shoots the guard and frames the zombie down. Yeah, she shoots Griff. Um, and then she starts immediately cracking up in a corner and to trick them. So they, only they yeah, have seen so that. They, they, yeah, so they assume Scary. it's the zombie who's gone gone rogue. And she, she shrieks, Daddy's angry. And she sets up her dad to be shot. But then yeah. I guess she's not, that's not really her dad if she's not really her. Um. And Whiskey puts herself in the chair. Yeah, which I've written down to, mostly to keep the framing device going. Yes, <laughs> kind of yes, because we've got to keep flashing <laughs> back. Doesn't, doesn't really make any sense no. for her to sit in the chair and give us these memories. But we've got to flash back. We wouldn't have the rest of the episode. <laughs> yeah, because I guess it's like otherwise it could be like a sort of um, I don't know, like a squeak, like they find a videotape, like there's another you know, other yeah. Oh look, we found this old recording of what happened. <laughs> that's the classic way so then we flash back to olivia being threatened by first name last name um and i'm so confused at this point there's been a security breach so he's been through the attic and he's come out so he's yeah they brought him out of the attic who's they to ask him about so Ambrose. so they their question they've brought Ross him them. out to because they need him for something mm. and uh, oh. goes, there's been a security breach and Dominic just, just kind of goes, I told you so, <laughs> basically. So I told you this would happen. You didn't listen to me. Um, and then... He, he says something, I saw Topher's face almost worth the price of the ticket. He really hates Topher. They really hate each other. <laughs> he looks horrible. He looks really creepy. Um, he's just gross. And then he shoots a bottle out of her hand. She goes to pour a drink and he shoots the bottle <laughs> yeah. out of her hand. Um, yeah, he's and, trying uh, to strangle her. Like, and, he's, and he says, did I miss anything? She says, just the vodka, thank God. <laughs> and I put down, she's moved on to stronger drinks. Yeah. She's not, uh, not just on the tea anymore. Oh she's drinking neat vodka. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really gone downhill. Um. Um, there's a block a defense against being imprinted presumably yeah it's like a kind of vaccine against imprints mm. um and interestingly she says caroline has the cure 
not Echo, but Caroline. Okay. So, so again, we get this hint that there's something, there's, that there's a lot of people in on the fact that Echo Caroline isn't really a doll anymore. Yeah. Yeah, so, ooh, I don't know, twist, 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 back to Famous Five. Um, they shoot the dad. And I put, why are they all sudden? They're all like, y'all and ma'am. <laughs> why are they sudden? <laughs> I mean, I guess why not? But the rest of it's in California. And they're in California. Yeah. It's a bit odd. Um, so that's all we see. So it just flashes back to that. So they shot the dash because they think that's the girls telling the truth. Yeah. And then we come back and we see Sierra. Yay. And Victor. And Sierra is talking in her normal Aussie accent. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> um, and they're refuse, refusing to get in their coffins. Um, even, if, even if it does help with the headaches. Because. Uh, and then they're. One of them says, "You didn't. You don't want to end up like November." And says, "Yeah." Which one? She says something about so Juliet as well. I know that's what I wrote. Also, who's Juliet? They say something about Juliet. Is that what she's called? Anyway, they're obviously together, so they have this cuddly bit, um, and she's like, "Maybe I should just go above ground." Um, <laughs> and she wants, well, somebody wants sexy time, but she's. Oh, Victor says no, basically. No. Yeah, yeah, they're kind of like yeah, not even time for that anymore. And then she's got <laughs> she's got her name tattooed on her back. But I'm like, why would you tattoo your name on your back? Because you can't see it. Then why would you? Why wouldn't you That's put it true. somewhere where you can read it? Because she's like, That's I did true. that so I wouldn't forget. It's like, but then someone else has to read it to you, and they could just lie. But she's called Priya something. Priya. Mm, sounds a bit Russian as well. Uh, she's like, the tech's gone haywire. People are stealing bodies. So there we go. So basically, mm. so maybe it's like people have figured out how to do it. Is that the implication that it's like now it's not just in the dollhouse? Well, we kind of, yeah, we kind of get an explanation. Yeah. Later, eventually. Okay. Do we? Um, <laughs> oh yes, and then. Um, They've made a secret backup of everyone. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, even Caroline. Mm. Kind of like, <laughs> kind okay. of like, we didn't want to include Caroline, but yeah, we did her as well. <laughs> <laughs> They're kind of like slightly resentful of Caroline at this point. On the commentary, on the commentary, they said that um, I think Eliza must have been doing something else. So and they said that they had to film her because she comes in it a tiny bit. But it was like really expensive because they had to like fly her over and get the scene done. And she must have been she must have been filming something else at the same time. So yeah, have her at all. Oh, that's interesting because that's because I saw the bit of commentary, one of the bits of commentary I watched. They were saying similar about Dominic. Oh. Who if you I if you think about it, only appears in two scenes. Yeah. One with one that we just saw with the wit mm. and one with yeah, I think two That's or three. It, oh, no. Um, I think, yeah, possibly, yeah, just the two we've seen. Anyway. Yeah. And, yeah, they were filmed on the same day because mm. yeah, they, couldn't, they couldn't get him. And he, because um, he'd already left the series like, yeah. halfway through. So he's already, he's already off doing something completely different. Yeah. 
and they managed to get him in for like two scenes <laughs> yeah it's good that they didn't get someone else that would have been so confusing in this <laughs> yeah it's like what but yeah i mean i guess they could have back, done that it would have worked so in a way but oh god to quickly film him for a day so we're flashing backwards um, and forwards so this is kind of what's happening yeah, in the future so then they give the kid a gun yeah that's bound to be a good idea yeah, exactly i mean yeah whatever you think about the kid say either she's a badass and going to turn on you yeah or she's an eight-year-old girl and probably shouldn't I be know. given a gun <laughs> but the douchebag is like well you know this is what i have to do yeah i don't know he's just yeah anyway and they find lots of wedges chocolate and wedges. they find the backups they're like yeah. looking for the backups and they're like tearing into bits of walls and <laughs> they kind of like start ripping bits of like fake um fake wall away bad writing in their bits i just feel like it's not on a par with the rest it's just like really like the dialogue between these future people is just really naff it's a bit forced isn't yeah it? really forced um so the gun is a blank what that they give and the then, kid yeah so then we get saha she's actually oh, she turns the gun on the kid's body mm. yeah she turns the gun on them and yeah she's actually an adult in the kid's body and she's saying she's going to try and steal an adult body back. And then um, she goes to fire the gun and it's empty and say, yeah, we saw through you. We gave you a fake gun to flush you out um, because Mr. Miller's tattoo didn't match. Mm. Um, so either, because I, mean, I was thinking, say, ah, you know, she could have checked that because she gave just given herself the matching name but either she didn't get a chance to check his tattoo i was gonna say why didn't they check that first they didn't yeah they didn't why didn't they do that first of all instead of taking these strange people well they couldn't ask him if he had one because mm. he was blank why did they have and why did she... they have him anyway why didn't they just throw them off like why were they with these people they they rescued the little girl they took pity on the little girl mm, okay um, all right yeah and yeah douche, douchebag was against it but uh, felicia day was saying no we've got to look after her mm. um and then got herself clobbered in the showers mm. so but yeah so either the kid didn't check the tattoo maybe she didn't know to check maybe she didn't know about the tattooing thing or didn't get a chance before they found her so had to make up a bluff yeah hope, hope it paid off um and then we get the next flashback to this weird, like, candlelight. This is so American. Vigil, like, service. Yeah, this is so it's American. Like this weird um, new age religion that they've invented. Well, it's, it's like, just we like, circle. it's not even new age. This happens all over America all the time. Like, every time it's like, let's have a prayer circle and light candles. And oh, it's just, yeah, sorry. And they're like going around saying whether I'm, I'm humble um, and grateful for my memories. It's like a sort of Thanksgiving. <laughs> thing um and then, we... and then and then one of them's pregnant i can't remember who okay i have to put down pregnant that's got to be fun yeah they're clearly kind of living locked down they're all like Grim. this is kind of somewhere in between the normality and the apocalypse because they're all mm. clearly kind of living they're all kind of hiding out in the dollhouse and having these prayers very after each other very white <laughs> 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> All the black people just been killed straight away. <laughs> it's just, yeah. Um, um, and then Dr. Scar, then, Whiskey, yeah. Amy, Aka, whoever, comes to Olivia saying, um, I tried to give him drugs, but he wouldn't. It's one of his bad days. And then we get Topher. Oh, and Topher's not in a good way. No. He's not okay. I, I love I love his den he's built. I know. I, I think it's, um, it's in a sleeping pod. Yeah. <laughs> he's hiding in the bottom oh, of a sleeping pod. Oh, he's so cute. With all his toys lined up around the sides. Yeah. Thing. Yeah, he's got lots of books and he's got candles. I think he's got like um a Buddha. He's got like um let's see what else does he have here? Yeah, he's got like he's got um lots of religious artifacts. He's got a tin man from the Wizard of Oz, it looks like. Or maybe he's made oh. it out of cans. <laughs> he's got an etch a sketch. Um <laughs> uh I'd love to know what the books are. He's got some kind of like figure, like a some kind of toy he's got those 3d glasses things with like slides not 3d yeah mm. slide viewer um like some kind of like indian um like spiritual things he's got a pez i can see <laughs> and a lot of books yeah um i might find to play a clip of him because he's really yeah this this is really good this see this is this is brilliant <laughs> like this writing yeah. it's just so good there you are i'm sorry i was at circle i need to i need to tell you ultra infrasonic emitters you don't need a translator when speaking directly to the brain have you had anything to eat today? No, 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 no. Then it was just one phone call. One robocall to a city. That's all it takes. An entire army in a single instant in the hands of any government. And boom. We went. We went boom. Millions programmed to kill anyone who's not programmed to kill anyone. And then the war has two sides. Those who answered the phone and those who didn't. You know what? Don't answer the phone. Promise me you won't answer the phone. I, I promise, sweetheart. I, I could read to you. Do you like that? Pick up the phone or don't pick up the phone. I can't tell. It's an interesting question. An entire army in a single instant. That's all it takes. That's brilliant. That's so brilliant. Why didn't I think of that? Did I think of that? Did I? 
If I think I can figure things out, is that curiosity or arrogance? Oh, my God. I know what I know. 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 Yeah. And again, just Frank Krantz just so inhabits that character oh, that even the kind of degenerated form of that character you just so believe him and he's just so adorable traumatized I know you just want to look after him and that's the thing that he does so well because even before where he's kind of arrogant and pissy you kind of feel like yes but there's this little vulnerable boy in there that you just feel yeah. like oh don't hurt him <laughs> like even though he's um so he's gone really mad um and then he's like regressing through traumatic memories. And this is where we finally get um, an explanation of what's going on, if you can parse it out of the jargon. Yeah, what do you Frank take Frank to be then? So he starts talking about it's like ultra impersonic emitters. Um, but basically, programming people by sound waves. And he's saying, so, ah, but if you could do that, you could phone somebody up and program them over the phone. Mm. It's like, hmm. But someone could robocall, like, robocall the mm. whole city, dial everybody at once. And then he's like, hmm, programmed to kill anyone who's not programmed to kill anyone. Yeah. Such, <laughs> just such a tofa, tofa way of putting it. Yeah. But it's like, basically, <laughs> basically turn turn the population into an army yeah. to suppress anyone those, that's those, not in your control. Those who answered the phone and those who didn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's mm. also like... Brilliant. And he's like kind of half excited by the idea and then kind of like, if, you, if somebody thought of that, wait, did I think of that? Yeah. And then he's like, suddenly, suddenly hits him and he's like, he accidentally caused the apocalypse. But I think <laughs> the implication is it's not that it suddenly hit him because the way that um, Amy Acker said it's like one of his bad days, he's been doing yeah, this yeah. on it, a I loop. Mean, it's hit him that time. Yeah. He's going, yeah, he's gone he's... through. He's kind of like, ah, but you could do this. Like, Aww. what if some, you know, oh, I wonder if anyone thought of that. Wait, oh, did I God. think of that? It's awful. Oh, God, I did, didn't I? Which is like, with like horrible that feeling of like shit i've done this awful thing and there's no going yeah. back and it is and he's like yeah and he's just like i know what i know it's like i can't undo it yeah and it's like once he'd had the idea he's kind of like i can't unthink my idea yeah exactly like, oh it kind of slipped out of him and somebody's used it and Ooh. it's like splitting the atom yeah, <laughs> I am. I am become death destroyer of worlds. Oh. What's that from? That is a um, line that was quoted, or at least came into the mind of somebody when they were doing the atom bomb test. Oh God! It's a line from Indian Hindu scripture. Okay. It's interesting. They didn't didn't quote it here. That would have. Yeah. Well. Maybe thought it'd be a bit too on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Robert Oppenheimer, um, after watching the 
Trinity test in the Manhattan Project. Um, he thought of a verse from the Bhagavad Gita. Mm -hmm. Ah, okay. Roughly translates to, I am become death, destroyer of worlds. Wow. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of Topher's, Topher's trauma. But also by his pod, he's just, just to mention, <laughs> he's got so many cool things here. They've had like real fun, like finding loads of like 80s toys. Which yeah. kind of tells you when he grew up, because I feel yeah, like he's regressed. He's, he's very, he's, um, and that presumably he's got all the sort of religious. Gone back to his kind of he, Generation X childhood. He's gone back he? to that childhood, but he's also got like lots of all the religious things he could find to kind of, yeah, protect himself. But he's got um, a Barbie doll as well. It's <laughs> very cute. I'm a Barbie doll. <laughs> kind of his like effeminate side which we've been sort of noting. Yeah. Um, but this is what's so cute. So Olivia, sorry, DeWitt, <laughs> is like mothering him. She comes over and she's like holding his head and she says, shall I read to you, sweetheart? And she's like, oh my God, yeah. she reads him a story oh, to comfort him. him. I just want to hug him. Um, and then, yeah, it's quite interesting because the next thing we see is say, as intruders and... Uh, I put down DeWitt on the front line. DeWitt takes a, I think she takes a gun and mm. joins, she's like, so it's very much, she's no longer this aloof. No, she's down there with the. Apart from everything. Mm. She's. And it's like, it know, takes she's, Topher. She's Topher's best comfort. And... Yeah, but it, it feels like it's Topher's her heart. Like she cares for him. Yeah. And because she doesn't have anyone else, does she? Because we saw that. No, that's true. So yeah, they so, found so, each yeah. other. He doesn't have anyone else either. They yeah, sort of found like we were each saying other. about Boyd and Doctor Saunders, they've all kind of, you know, not in this case in a romantic way, but they've all kind of formed bonds with. It's very sweet. Um, uh, and then Caroline and Dullard <laughs> come in, like and the intruder. Well, I put down Caroline. With a big hammer. <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. Like ridiculous dystopian <laughs> heroes. This is a bit kind of, like, that's a bit kind of buffy. Right? She just has ridiculous. Yeah, that's true. Her like, um, <laughs> what's the thing? She has that like axe or something. Yeah. That really bothers them in buffering. So they're like so impractical. <laughs> it's just like not useful. Um, um, and then Ballard kind of follows along meekly behind her. Yeah, Ballard. Uh, Dr. Scar is sewing up caroline because she's coming all like injured um and she's like i'm surprised to see you and paul together and then she's like jury's out on together rolls eyes <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah and she's um, says, but she's but he's got my back yeah and she says that she needs tofa to back her up um and then and then they've got this um and there's a line here about she says to um, Saunders, they fixed your face, and Saunders just says, "Long story," mm. which solves a, a continuity question for me. Which in the <laughs> yeah. earlier scenes with Victor, she doesn't have a... He didn't have any scars. Yeah. The last we saw, he was being smashed by um, Alpha. Yeah. And this, so I was like, one of the things that confused me about the timeline when I was watching it, so I'm like, why hasn't he got any scars? And it's kind of like, yeah, we fixed the scars. Yeah. 
Okay. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe maybe it's just a budget thing. Yeah, maybe they, they didn't they didn't want to do the makeup for this episode. <laughs> it was all a bit kind of it was all a bit kind of rushed together this episode because yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, because in some ways, yeah, they... pretty simple. Though there's flashbacks. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't simple, but in terms of the main character, if you think of this scene yeah. with Olivia and Fran, they only think... need to be in this one closed set. There's just the two of them. That's it. I think. It seems like there's a lot of location changes. Not really. Mainly it's in there. Because the way it's edited, but actually mm. it's all in the dollhouse set. Mm. And none of them all come together. Probably... It's all just like little bits of like two people. Or yeah. Something. So it's probably relatively shoestring. So the butchers come in and there's gunfire, too many guns. Um, and they break out and whiskey stays. And, and they... The rest of them climb out the elevator, the lift. So yes, yeah, so and then um, so Echo is going to take them to the compound, and so since that we have Alpha to thank for that, mm. which I thought was an in- interesting. So I'm like, okay, is that literally as in he's working with them? But he's or insane. That's it. Or is she saying we have Alpha to thank? for giving me the knowledge because mm. she he tried to turn her into omega maybe she's killed him and she kind of surely she's killed him against his agenda but she's got all the things that he tried to imprint her with do you think he's still so out I'm there i'm wondering if that's what he's kind of yeah thanking him maybe um, um and then conveniently the anti there's they've got anti-imprint tech but it doesn't travel so oh, i didn't even you've got get to that. go and go to it oh i didn't um, understand so yeah, that so that's what the kind of the compound and later safe haven is somewhere they've got they've set up some anti-imprint mm. blocking technology but she says it doesn't travel we've got to go to it right. i'll take you there to the dentist chair um <laughs> and then she goes uh back me up someone might need the info <laughs> basically i think that's not a direct quote basically and then i would say slightly weird thing with that is how do they know who whether the people that find it will be trustworthy so they've got this like secret hideout it's like well we'll leave a trail to it in case somebody <laughs> needs to find it but i guess how that, do you know in a resistance like, though you kind of have to don't you like i mean how would you i don't know yeah i don't um, know yeah good question well i give uh, although i guess yeah is that what is that what whiskey's there for so whiskey stays behind to be the the clue so is she the but they don't look like they ask her to do that like they're wanting her to go with them no but she's like well somebody needs to be here to oh, she just doesn't she just does can't go can she she's institutionalized essentially she's in, and yeah and i guess that comes with what i was saying before about she's resigned herself to being dr saunders that she kind of knows at this point she's kind of yeah um so there's this whole thing about um, DeWitt's got a gun. Yeah. And she's and somebody says that your mind's made up. Yeah. And we see her cock the gun. Yeah. But not shoot it. Yeah. And it's one of those. Did she go with them? Uh, well, we don't see did her she try going. and stop them. Yeah. That's it. We don't see her shoot them either. Mm. So she's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, is she going to stop them, or is she going to hand the gun over and go with them? Is mm. she going to? We don't we don't see what happens there. Because she's like doesn't entirely trust 
Caroline. Yeah. But doesn't really know who what other side to be on either. <laughs> um, and then uh, we get Caroline's later backup imprinted into the gut into the little girl. And so now, now, now back in the future, the girl says, Caroline uh, is in the girl's body. The new cat, yeah. So the latest Caroline backup yeah. is now, and she says, Great, puberty all over again. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So and then, then Whiskey says, Was I my best? Yeah. Echoing, echoing the, mm -hmm. fam the famous, I want to be my best. Mm -hmm. um, and Caroline says, Better. Aww. Better than your best. You did really well. Aww. But she's stayed and she's clearly kind of reverted to doll state yeah her personality's kind of yeah disappeared over the years that she's been oh. standing around talking to herself mm -hmm. but i think i'll say minor plot holes say surely they've got a backup of her in their tape of spare backups yeah just i don't know imprint her and take her with them but, but she doesn't want to yeah. no she's kind of that's but she's she's resigned she to already that said fate. she didn't want to so then this and then is... we get some more resistance jargon the party's crashed. <laughs> this is the bit where they all go out through the elevator. Where those butchers are coming. Yeah, they go out through the yeah. yeah. And there's like banging. It's really creepy. There's like banging on the walls and things. So you can yeah. hear them arriving. Yeah. And, whis and Whiskey's like, no, I'm not coming with you. I'm, yeah. Yeah. My mission is to stay here. Yes. And then we get a whole bunch of expendables come in. Mm. Um, and this is where Whiskey's yes. now like, well... I helped some resistance people. Now I've got to protect the evidence from the bad guys and yeah. help resistance people get away. Oh, gosh. And, uh, How has she rigged this goes up? Goes over and releases the, releases the noxious gas yeah, into the air conditioning. Really terrifying and really sad. And then she just sits on the balcony overlooking and, yeah, and very and like a doll because she sort of crumples and like, like leans yeah, on the side like a sort of rag doll that's just gone limp. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you're right. There's no... She's not good. Yeah, this, this is where she so, yeah, presumably she's, she's dies. been waiting there for years on her own. Blank, but she's still her mission. Awful. She had two two missions. If there, if any resistance found her to show them the way, and if any mm, got enemies you. found her to gas them. Yes. Okay. Got and it. So now she's fulfilled fulfilled her her roles. Yeah. And she sits there, and it's been a long time. So then we get these annoying kids which i hope they're not going to be the only ones in the second season because i don't know if i could take a whole series <laughs> of these two but anyway um they arrive in high-rise apartment that's all blown out um yeah and then which is dewitt's office oh okay i didn't get that um so yeah, dewitt's office doesn't have such a good view now no because <laughs> it's all like blown out and there's sort of, like ruins around it and things how do you know but, it's yeah, that it's the it's the same. I think. It, I think it's the same set. Okay. As, it's the penthouse that you always see Dewitt okay. interviewing. I just thought it was in. a pen. Yeah, that makes um, more sense. And then they give I this whole kind of like synopsizing of what's happened and what's yeah. going on. And they they really thought they were helping her, giving us what we needed. Kids playing with matches and they burned the house down. <laughs> really cheesy. <laughs> yeah. It's just such cheesy writing. Um, I quite like this. Uh, um memorial wall of all the uh, yeah all the dolls all yeah their original all their original and we see like our ones that we know 
Um, yeah. And Caroline says, I hope we find me alive. Yeah. And then they climb. <laughs> I don't understand. So then they, there's a rope ladder outside the building and they climb it and go out the window. But why? Because they're going to go off and find. But why do safe they have haven? to go out the window on a rope ladder? And where's the rope ladder attached to? And how did they know it was there? And what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, why not just walk because along the ground? Because they need to go through office. Why? It's a nice closing scene. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a very impractical way of yes. leaving the building. And how it's quite would, picturesque. Who set up this rope ladder? Presumably, I guess, Caroline. Yeah, but like some years before. Yeah, exactly. How long it. before? Or maybe just now, if she's in the kid's body and she's... So was she Caroline this whole time? She was... I think so. Yeah, she was... So she's just been Caroline and had to lead them there. Why didn't she just say straight away, I know where safe haven is? She can't have been. She had to get to the dollhouse. No, no, the little girl, the became, person in the little girl's body became Caroline. Is just a stranger. Okay. Who'd got, um, so yeah, somebody, with someone been, else. somebody had got body swapped yeah. into a little girl. Okay. And was going to try and steal, steal an adult body because she was fed up, fed up of being a little girl. And so they just wipe her and replace her with Caroline. Okay. And that's why Caroline's like, great, puberty all over again. Yeah. You've put me in a child's body. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. But, uh, yeah, and that's... And then we close on the photo of Caroline. Very Twin Peaksy. On the memorial wall. Mm. But I really so hope yes, that... that was... I really hope they're entirely not... Entirely understandable. The second season, yeah. It, yeah confusing I, I in terms of how much I liked it like very much did not like this episode but the bits with um Olivia and Trance like amazing make up for it but like but that was only like five minutes yeah. but god so good um yeah but and I, like, I like the concepts in it as you yeah say, the yeah but it was very much yeah it's definitely very much done on a on a shoestring I was, one of the bits of commentary I listened to I didn't listen to all of it I was to the beginning and the uh, um, filming thing is the colors are slightly grainy and whatever and it's like they filmed it on like cheap cameras mm. um, and they kind of used it as a yeah like, partly sort of like, like found genuinely footage you didn't have any budget to use thing but then use it's kind of like actually that's quite a nice yeah. framing thing to make it feel a bit post post-apocalypse mm. They kind of tried to use use it to their advantage. Yeah, but yeah, it's definitely an odd. And they were a um, couple, weren't they? And the commentary, it was like the cinematographer and the director, or something like that. Yeah. Or the editor, or something like that. Um, yeah, it was quite sweet. And it was their first thing that they'd done, sort of independently. So they were quite proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, we got there. Got a whole other season. So, I'm so excited to actually finish this thing, even though it's going to be disappointing, isn't it? Because <laughs> it's not going to end. It's not going well, to conclude. Now we're going to go, who knows what even happens yeah. in the second season. After the Apart from the... Um, I think once I've watched a bit of the River first Tam one, in it. 
Is she? I didn't know that. What's she called, that actress? Something, something else weird. Yeah, they're all called. They're all called weird. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Made up. Made up sci-fi actor name. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I always used to take this as that. But yeah. Yeah. In sci-fi shows, you can never tell which is the character, yeah. which is the actor. Well, especially in American ones. Yeah. And because actors always have weird names. Yeah. Well, one of the actors in Firefly is called Jewel State. Yeah, I love Jewel State. She's a thingy, isn't she? Kaylee. Oh, yeah. She's one of my faves. Oh, Kaylee. What's, what's in your tea? What's in your What's on your epitaph? Oh. What, what name is tattooed on your back? <laughs> yeah.